There goes the Bombers, ready to go. Second half is upon us, about a minute away. And uh, I have not seen the captains. Did you see what the what was going to happen here? I missed the captains going at the midfield. I'm not sure if they, they went out yet. They just came out. Officials are going out. Mac is warming up. So is Kolaris. Which doesn't really tell us who's up first. So the Toronto. I miss. I was. I was actually. Toronto's kicking the ball. So they want the win in the fourth quarter. They're kicking the ball. BD's out there. And yeah, Winnipeg there's a coverage team. Yep. So the Argos do want the win in quarter number four. And Boris Beattie. Actually, the Argos are going to take the. They're going to get the wind in the third quarter. Is that Beattie, I Beatty, think? Or was he just hyping his guys up? Uh, okay, Beattie was out there like he was getting his guys hyped okay. up to go. So, no, the Argos are getting the football. As Olette and Wright are out there. You don't want to kick it short because Andrew Harris is right in the middle for the Argonauts. But we'll see if the Argos can get something going. Isaiah Wright's only kickoff return this year was in B.C. last week. It was a 44-yarder prior to tonight. So Legio will tee it up at the 30-yard line. Argos get the ball and the wind here in quarter number three. And it will be Isaiah Wright at the 20, and he drops it. Picks it up at the 25 again to the 30. Pops outside to the 35, to the 40, to the 43. And that's where the Argos will take over. First and 10, trying to get some more points on the board and trying to get that ever-elusive touchdown, something they didn't do in B.C. at all, and now they've got two more quarters tonight. Yeah, touchdowns have been hard to come by. For, One. For the Argos last couple games. And Just a speedy B touchdown, that's it. Yeah. First game here. First game. And, you know, right now the confidence in getting touchdowns is pretty low, but you get one. It feels like the tide has turned, so that's what the focus will be on for these Argos. Bethel Thompson? Well, go play action on first down. He's looking down the near sideline. Has a man caught at the 45-yard line downfield. Markeith Ambles has it, and it'll be a first down. Check that. That's uh, Curly Gittins Jr. at the 45-yard line. So just like that, the Argos move the ball considerably downfield, and it's a first down at the 45. We talked about the fire starter, the guy that gets things going, Curly Gittins Jr., when the team needs a big play. He comes through, and this play is initially covered. He runs up a stop-and-go with the play action on the back side and the thing is he's covered but he works back to the ball he's got that chemistry with McLeod Bethel Thompson throws it back shoulder he's able to complete it 24 yarder for the Laurier product they run a fake end around and Bethel Thompson throws to the far sideline did Bethel did uh, Banks get his foot in bounds no made the catch this time boy they've been close three times tonight he's only connecting the one time one or two times two times for Brandon Banks. No. So it'll be second down from the 45-yard line. They're in field goal range now for Boris Beattie, especially with the tailwind. But they're going to have to find a way to break that pane of glass that has been set up at the goal line. It's bulletproof right now, too. Four receivers to the right side. Bethel Thompson has some time. He's going to go down the left side no. looking for Speedy. And it is... Caught yeah. for a touchdown! He took it away from the defender! What a remarkable catch 
by Brandon Banks, and the Argos find the end zone. It's a touchdown. Unbelievable play by Speedy B. It looked like a sure interception. He's able to work back and take the ball away from the defensive back. The officials are talking about this, so we better not be too premature here. But he came up with a football. Let's see what the call is on the field from Andre Peru. Touchdown. Yep. That's it came up. It bounced up. He lost control of it. He took it away from the defender or is... Well, that's a simultaneous catch. Yeah, it never touches the ground. The ball's moving, so he never... The DB never... Houston never has possession of it. Speedy B comes up. But we talked about it. They had not had a touchdown in a long Did it time. Did hit the ground, It never touched the ground. The nose of the football was pointing straight up and down at one point when it came out. Nope, never touched the he ground. He rolled over and never touched never the ground. touched the ground. No, but we talked about it. Once you get one, then you start rolling. They have not touched on a long time. Sometimes you got to be lucky. But now the Argos are in business to one score game for a guy that small. That's a remarkable right. play to take that away from a bigger defender. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, does it look like you know every, Houston had it? Yeah, Mario Houston. And, and Speedy B, everybody he caught it with there. his knees. <laughs> everybody out there is a bigger defender. The ball came out of his hand. It was it was loose, and he caught it with his knees. Unbelievable. Paul Masadi, circa nineteen ninety seven Grey Cup. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. They're going to look at this obviously a few times. The ruling on the play is a touchdown. There has to be incontro- uh, incontrovertible evidence that. The ball hit the ground or something happened. Yeah. Houston never has control. And it's being ripped out as soon as it's between his knees. Does the nose of the touch does no. it touch the I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if this is a hundred percent. I could see them overturning this. Why I could. We're looking at it again. Banks is rolling. Houston is rolling with him. The ball comes up. Banks is on his back. Never touched the ground. Does it, though? From that angle, no. It's not enough to overturn it. They called the There's touchdown. Andre Crew. The ruling on the field stands. It's an amazing touchdown, touchdown catch by Brandon Banks. And just what they needed. And how many times did I tell you about the Argos stretching it in practice, and we've been waiting to see it here? Unconventional fashion, but it counts all the same. I'm just glad they took the shot, and it worked. He was open. BD comes in, and it's a BD1, which is much better from an Argos perspective. And just like that, it's 17-10. The Argos are one score out, and we got a ball game here at BMO after Brandon Banks scores his second touchdown of the season with the Argos. I got a text message during the game saying, Speedy B looks like he's back, doesn't he? (laughs) Well, there's Exhibit A, Your Honor. We'll take the time out. It's 1710 Bombers. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Argos were down 17-0 for the most part in the second uh, quarter. Scored on their last offensive touch. And then score on their first offensive touch here in the second half. And, blink, it's 17-10. That's why we talked about you want to take the ball and get that extra possession and make a statement. Now, Winnipeg is wondering, wow, are, do we have a dogfight on our hands? And the Argos, have now Now they have all the momentum. And it, it changed the game. And the defense is playing like with that. confidence. And let's face it, the defense has given up 10 points tonight. Yep. 
against a 3-0 Winnipeg Blue Bombers back-to-back defending Grey Cup championship team. So the defense has played well. And then they'll get short a, field on the the second, the, the first interception. So Let's see what Beattie can do here. High kick, long kick. Grant takes it at the 5. Near numbers going left to right. To the 15 to the 20. And brought down hard at the 27-yard line as the Argos are throwing their weight around now on defense and special teams. And now we'll see what Zach Kolaris can dial up here as momentum has changed considerably here. Kolaris had a hell of a half in the first half, 15 of 17 for 131 yards, one touchdown, one pick. And the pick at the end of the half gave the Argos some life and took three off the board as the Bombers were in field goal range with about 10 seconds left. Yeah, we we talked about that drive and needing to hold Winnipeg to three. And that that was the impetus for this momentum. Now they've got to keep it up. Flores has Johnny Augustine standing to his right. Bombers moving from left to right. Here comes a blitz. Argos uh, don't get there. They'll dump it out. The Bombers will. Screen pass to Dalton Schoen. Yep. Or, sorry, a hitch pass to Dalton Schoen. He'll get about two yards as the Argos defense comes up big again. They're oh, flying to they, the football. They were all over it. You saw four or five, six hats flying to the ball in that play. Uh, he was able to make the first man miss, but he couldn't make the third or fourth and fifth guy. And his team is playing with a lot of them. A lot of passion right now, a lot of momentum. We saw that from the very first drive. Ball at the 29-yard line. It's second down and eight. Argos will go into a 30 front and have basically everybody seven yards back. Three receivers up top for the Bombers. Kolaros drops back. He gets it away. He dumps it off underneath to Augustine to the 30. He Ooh. makes a great cut and will get the first down to the 42. Oh, boy. He just made a defender miss at a phone booth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that play looked like it should have been That stopped. was Winton McManus, too, wasn't it? Yeah. Holy smokes. Winton made the tackle, so I'm not sure if that was him, but, you know, Johnny, it looked like the, the uh, priest, uh, was Priester, he Priester. made miss, but uh, he should have been stopped there. Guys were flowing, but was able to make a guy miss, like you said, in the phone booth to give Winnipeg new life. First down at the 42-yard line. They had him. Nice move on Priester. And they will go play action. Want to go deep. It's not there. He'll dump it off underneath. It is caught by Schoen, who will take it to the 47. Good for about six. It's good open field tackle with McFadden. You know, you know, like we saw in the last play, we weren't able to get him down, but forces the second to medium. And the Argos defense is doing a great job. They're forcing Caleros to check it down, right? Go to his second, third, fourth read underneath the sticks. Now some quarter or some quarterbacks couldn't handle that. You got a ten year yeah. veteran in there with a what three great cup rings? Yep, three great cup 2012 rings. Twenty twelve and then the two in Winnipeg. Second down, four to get from the forty eight yard line. They run the screen pass again, and it is gonna be wow. blown up. There's McManus. There he is. There is Wenton McManus, who entered the league this week, third. In the CFL, in plays made, defensive plays with 22, 17 tackles, a couple of special teams tackles, a couple of sacks and a pass knockdown. And he makes a huge play, and out comes the punt unit for the Bombers. Momentum has shifted at BMO Field. Absolutely. And McManus, you talk about him being third in the league. He's only played two games, and, you know, most of the league has played three. So that's uh, impressive for him. You know, talk about him being all over the field, guys looking for him. Uh, when they need energy to make a play, and he sets the tone right there. Momentum is surely on the Argos side. Reset and right are deep for Legio's punt. He gets it away. Mm. Terrible kick. 
Hits at the 35 and go in there and get it. They do. It's Isaiah Wright out of the 42-yard line. No flag for no yards, remarkably, as it was such a short kick. But Argos have the ball and momentum, and they trail by seven with 10 minutes left in the third quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on the Home of the Boatman. It's TSN 1050. Well, if you left the broadcast half an hour or so, you're probably like, eh, this one's over. It was 17 nothing for the Bombers. It's now 17-10 for the Bombers. And the Argos take over first down from their own 41-yard line with lots of time left, 10-08 remaining in the third quarter. Yeah, one-score game, third quarter. And this is what the position you want uh, the Argos to be in, right? Make this a game, right? Make Winnipeg have to play. And, you know, first quarter, it didn't look good, but... Once the momentum started in that second half, uh, second, the last drive of the second half, uh, you knew they had to come out here and, 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 and make the adjustments necessary. They have. Now it's time to build on that. All right, continue what's working. Continue the, 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 the tempo that you've been playing with. Bethel Thompson will put it in play from the 41-yard line. He'll drop back to pass under a four-man rush. He'll go over the middle. It's knocked up in the air, and it hits the carpet. As he was looking over the middle on a short pass, he's now 12 of 18, 465 yards, a pick. Sorry, a touchdown and two picks. Second Winnipeg, and 10. Winnipeg did a great job taking away McLeod Bethel-Thompson's first read on this play. He comes back over the middle to Declan Cross, who is open, but the defensive lineman, Salis, isn't getting any pressure, puts his hand up, bats it down. Good play for him, second down. He's for a for, former teammate of A.J. Olette at the University of Ohio and Nathan Rourke. Ball at the 41. Back to pass is Bethel Thompson. Has time. Goes over the middle. Has a man for the first down at midfield. Did that ball come out? It's going to be ruled an incomplete pass as he had uh, Cam Phillips. He had Cam Phillips over the middle. And he could not squeeze it. Yeah, that was was a good ball. Great route. Great timing. It looked like a great hands catch for a second. But as he tried to spin away, the ball just came out. I think... uh, was, that was it Winston Rose that maybe may have gotten his hands in there, but uh, tough break for the Argos. Out comes Haggerty for the punt. Winnipeg's coming after it. They're not going to get there. Haggerty shanks one. It'll bounce and take a good Argo bounce down to the 24-yard line, and Grant is going to spin off a tackle and take it out to the 32. The little man had a couple of nice moves down there for the Bombers. So they'll take over, leading by seven. Nine minutes left in the third quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Winnipeg 17, Argos 10, 9-16, remaining in quarter number three. Some guy's doing a solid job chugging a beer on the big screen. That's a good, good, if you're going to get some camera time, make something of it. Yeah, put on a show. 50 minutes of fame there. 17-10. Bombers. They'll take over at their own 33-yard line after a nice return by Grant when it looked like there was nothing going on. Not the best effort from Haggerty, who had that one go Shanky McShank face. He's hit everything fairly well, though, since he's come to Canada. Been impressive. Maybe tried to overkick a little bit with the wind behind him. It's funny Maybe. how with kicks that the, the slightest adjustment just takes yeah. you know, their entire mechanics off. But don't forget, this is a new football for him. Right. right. He had not kicked this size football before, having worked with the NCAA ball in the States and an NFL ball when he was trying to get that going. 
Kalaris, a double fake, and throws over the middle, and it's tipped and almost picked as Jamal was was uh, Jamal Peters was there again. Dangerous. He's had a nice night tonight. Oh, that was a dangerous throw. He had Caleros doing a lot of fakes in the backfield, rolling out to his right, throwing back over the middle. And these are the kind of passes that, you know, the receiver touches but ends up being tipped and interception. So luckily for Winnipeg, it just lands on the ground. But but the Argos are close. Big Defense play. is playing very ferocious right now. Big play here on second down. Ten to get for the Bombers from their own 33-yard line. They'll send three receivers out to the left, back to pass Kolaris, three-man rush, under pressure, gets rid of it, it is intercepted, no! It was tipped and almost picked by Priester, who could have walked into the end zone. Oh, boy. Great defense. Yep. The hit was made by McFadden. The former Florida State star went up in the air, and I thought Priester was going to get it and run it in. The Argos are tighten the screws on defense. It's, you know, three-man pressure, but they're still to get, making Caleros throw the ball. I'll hold on to the ball for a long time. DBs are where they're supposed to be. Receivers are going to hit every time they touch the ball. Legio, a corkscrew. It'll be taken by Wright, who's going to get the sideline. No, 35-37. So, again, decent starting position for the Argonauts, down seven with 8-13 remaining here in quarter number three. And we'll see if maybe they start stretching the field again because they've had some success here in this third quarter doing just that absolutely it's 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 a whole nother game the second half compared to the first half offensive line from left to right for the toronto argonauts trevon tate phil blake justin lawrence darius bladek and dejon allen max had good time tonight for the most part and they'll give it to harris to the 40 to the 42 he'll get halfway to the first down Harris tonight, after that carry, has 14 carries, unofficially 64 yards, and has added one catch for 13 yards. be interesting to see if maybe they can isolate him a little bit more and dump the ball out. He's got a, such a good set of hands. Oh, yeah. Coming out of the backfield. He's also such a good blocker. He's given McLeod some time tonight. Underappreciated for his all-around skills as a running back. Bethel Thompson fires one to the far side. It's complete it for the is. first down. Gettins breaks the tackle. Midfield shifts back into the inside. Gets down to the 49-yard line. A gain of 20 and another first down for the Argonauts. And we've got another injured bomber on the play. We talked about it. I mean, this is the, the no more receiver on this team. That He's got the best connection with McLeod Bethel Thompson. And when you need to play, uh, Kerrigan Jr. is a good bet uh, to, th to throw to. I mean, this is a timing route on the outside. And he's able to shake the defender and make something happen. But Curly Gaines Jr. continues to, to impress, <laughs> to prove that he's the number one receiver on this team. Here's one of the problems when you've got A.J. Ouellette coming in. You've got to take out another American to bring him in. And sometimes that means you can't get him and Harrison, so you've got to bring in another Canadian receiver. So is Brissett out there? No, he's not. Let's see. Is Declan Cross out there trying to see what the Canadian contingent is? Okay. No, Harris is out there. So is Ouellette. They're both out there. Okay, what are they dialing up here? Harris is in the backfield. Back to pass is Bethel Thompson. They're going to run a hitch screen, so they use Ouellette as a blocker. And it will be Gittins again. He's pulling off the nickname of his general manager on this play. Oh, he yeah. bounced off three tacklers. 
and ends up getting six or seven yards the hard way. Second and short, Argos down seven. And they're going to go tempo with Ouellette still in the slot. Oh, snap it. And Bethel Thompson changes something at the line of scrimmage. They're going to dump it out to Olette, and he will get the first down on second effort, if not close to it. little quick hitter out to the flat, and he will take it inside the 40. Is it a first down they're going to measure? If not, even though the Argos have struggled on third and short, this would be maybe an inch, maybe two, if it's not a first down. I like that Olette. You know, he's he's learned the, the playbook enough where if you want to go hurry up, he can stay in there as your receiver and run plays. And that gives you a lot of versatility as an offense because, you know, you saw him the first play, the screen pass his way, he's able to get a good block and spring Curly Gittins Jr. for extra yardage. The nope. next play he comes back and he gets the ball. So a lot of things you can do with a guy like that, that savvy. 3.7 centimeters short of the first down. So will mark it at the 39, and I assume Mac will just fall forward and they can move the sticks. Bethel Thompson, 14 of 21, a buck 91 tonight. Kolaris, 19 of 23 for 150. Did you just fall forward, or do you give Harris a chance to? Well, I think he's in the, the shotgun. They're going to. They are. Oh, now he's going to come up go. under center, fall forward, first down. There you go. McLeod Bethel Thompson has the size to do that. You don't want him in there, but no. he's 6'4", 220. Like, Mac's a I, big human being, and he'll get the first down down to the 38-yard line. After what happened a few times last year in, in, in the game against BC where you guys stopped three times yeah. on, on the goal line, you want to try something different, right? You want to you know, keep your quarterback, keep the defense off his toes. Ball at the 38-yard line. Our goes down seven, five and a half minutes remaining here in the third quarter. It's 17-10. Bethel Thompson looks to the right. He sees three receivers. He's going to go that way with another screen pass, and it's Speedy B. No, it's Gurley Jittens Jr. Oh, wow. Who made something out of nothing. Yes. It looked like he was going to be tackled three yards behind the line of scrimmage. Blink, it's a gain of six. Oh, yeah. He's got a real knack. You know, short area quickness. He's, he's got a good knack of making things out of nothing. When you think he's going down, he's able to make one move and get more yardage. Four yards to get on second down. The market at the 32. Three receivers to the right with the ball on the right hash mark. Argos moving right to left. Speedy Banks, DeVars Daniels, who has been relatively quiet, come to the near side. They'll run a counter play, and it will be Andrew Harris. He was the hammer, not the nail, and he'll get the first down. You can hear that one up here. Crash. First down at the 25-yard line. Yeah, Malik Clements. Welcome to the big show. That's Andrew oh. Harris, my friend. You've got to get a lot lower than that if you want to bring him down. Tempo again. Harris stands to the left of McLeod Bethel Thompson, who again barks out an audible, changing things up. Ten seconds left on the 22nd clock. It's a first down at the 25-yard line. Three receivers near side. They come to the near side. It's Cam Phillips. Close to first down yardage. He'll lean forward. Gain of about nine and a half. I don't think he'll give him the first down. But the man who was the XFL's leading receiver two years ago, three years ago now, when they had their first go-round. And now we'll see. We've got Harris in the backfield. They'll give him the rock. 
and he will get the first down inside the 20, inside the 15 to the 13-yard line. Eight more for Andrew Harris. It's a first down and goal to go for the Argos, trailing by seven. Oh, yeah, and I love that they're keeping the foot on the gas. Keep it going. Keep McLeod Bethel-Thompson at the line of scrimmage because that's when he plays his best football. They've been rotating the tackles, and they're sucking wind right now. That is from the Bombers' perspective. Here it is. There's a quick hitter. They oh. got speedy. It's picked off. It was tipped up in the air and picked off inside the five. It's lateraled, and heading down the far sideline for the Bombers is Nick Taylor, who will take it out close to midfield. Unreal. Unreal. We'll take the timeout. We'll come back. We'll review that play. But the Bombers dodged the bullet. The ball is tipped into two Bombers' hands. And kind of like the end of the Grey Cup last year, the Bombers take a double tip and turn it into a pick. 324 remaining here in quarter three. 17-10 Bombers. You are listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. 324 remaining in the third quarter. Haven't got a chance to see the replay on this yet, but it was kind of a kind of a bouncy ball. It looked like a good ball from Mac to Speedy. It oh, just yeah. bounced out of his hands. It was right on his chest. Perfect pass. But as Speedy catches the ball, he gets hit. The ball comes loose. Big Hill pops it up and is intercepted. But there's a question about if it's a forward lateral. Well, they're marking it at the 49. It would be nice to see that again. And now we get a little dissension in the ranks down on the Argo bench. Phil Blake not happy with something or someone. Yeah, it looks like he was upset with Speedy. Yeah. <laughs> and now Lawrence into it. That's not good. It's calmed down now, but that was going on during the break. Bombers will go to the ground game with Oliveira or Augustine. Oliveira, he'll take it across midfield for a gain of about eight yards down to the Argo 53. 3.01 remaining. In the third quarter, Bombers lead by seven. The wind is dying down, so they'll have the advantage. Telltales are basically limp. The championship banners at the south end of the stadium are fluttering, not nearly as much as they were earlier in the game. Second down and three to go. See if the Argos defense can bail out the offense here. Play action. Oh, Oh, they want to go long. They bit. It's wide open downfield at the 30. It is complete to Ellingson. And it will be a first down, down at the Argo 30, as the Argos bit, much like they had some problems with in BC. This is the exact play that Javon Katoy scored with on BC. The fake screen underneath, and the blocker goes up the sideline, which is Greg Ellison right now, and is wide open. And if he stays on his feet, he might score. Richardson left him. I don't know if that's his responsibility. Mechie came up. I don't know if that was his responsibility. But something on that was broken. First down from the 30-yard line. Back to Pascalaris. As a man out in the flat, it is caught by Augustine, who was thrown to the sidelines by Peters. And thrown out of bounds. No flag. It'll be second down and five, maybe four. Yeah, this is a great catch by Oliveira. And he's had to reach back behind his back and make a great catch. And you don't really you don't really see that from running backs often. But, you know, he's been able to put his team in a good second and Second short, second to medium situation, but now it's the point where the Argos really need to stop. Winnipeg is in field goal range. You have to limit the damage to three to give yourself an opportunity. Dr. Turnover could make an appearance right oh, yeah. now. It wouldn't be a bad thing. They're going to run that end around again. 
to Grant, who will take it down to the 21-yard line. He'll be a yard shy of the first down, and we'll see what kind of mood Mike O'Shea is in. He walks right down to the 21, wants to see the spot. It'll be less than a yard to bring it out the bigs with Drew Brown coming in as quarterback. He's the short yardage dude. bombers, a minute and change remaining here in quarter number three. They'll come up under center, see if the Argos line up offside. We talked about that earlier. They do, and it's going to be another first down. Second time that's happened tonight for the Argos. That's not good. I assume that's for lining up offside, and it is. And instead of giving them two, they'll give them five. Toronto defensive line, five-yard penalty, and a first down. Decent number of Bomber fans here tonight cheering that one on. When all is said and done, it'll be a first down for the Bombers at the Argo 16. Time to bend but not break. Good number of members from the 2004 Argos. It was a bend-not-break defense. Oh, yeah. O'Shea, Jordan Younger, Byron Parker is here, Kevin Ivan is here. Quarterback Damon Allen is here. First and ten. And back to pass is Kolaris. Goes out into the flat again. He's got he's got uh, Oliveira, who will be brought down at uh, about the 12-yard line after a gain of four. Well, that's what the Argos have done a great job of the second half. And that was Rashid Bailey. Yeah. My apologies. Forcing Zach Laris to come underneath uh, to find a second, third, fourth option more times than not. And they're going to need another one of those efforts. Here on second down, the force of three points. Second and seven from the 13-yard line. Ball on the left hash mark. Four receivers will come to the near side. Oliveira will go behind Zach Kolaris, who drops back. Four-man rush. Throws to the end zone. It's a corner, and it is out of the back of the end zone. I don't know if that was caught or not. It's going to be ruled incomplete. As he was looking for Rashid Bailey. I don't know if he, he ended up with the football. I don't know if he caught it or not. It's the back corner of the end zone. But he was certainly going to be out of bounds. And we've hit the final play of the third quarter. So the Bombers will likely try to kick a field goal here when we come back. 15 to play in regulation time. Coming back for the fourth quarter, it's 17-10 Bombers. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. 